Well, I'm going to tell you about the time I went to a sex party in Cannes in France, in the French Riviera. This is one of my best stories, and it should have been on tape speech long ago. But I completely forgot about it, even though it's one of my best stories. And someone reminded me about it, so I'm going to tell you the story the best I can. But there are certain elements I'm going to have to miss out, because it involves personal information about the other characters who are in the story. And what's annoying about the parts I'm going to miss out is that they genuinely add to the story and make it better as a whole, but it's not my information to share. So I'm going to tell you the story the best I can, and if you enjoy the story... You have to sit and think that it should actually be twice as good. So I'm in Cannes in the French Riviera. It's blazing hot. I remember thinking, this is France. Why is it so hot? It felt like the fucking desert. It's like 38 degrees. It was crazy hot. I've been out drinking the night before. I woke up in the morning. I was there with Tristan and a good friend of mine. The good friend of mine, we're going to give uh, alias. I think a lot of people who know me well might know who it is. But if you don't know me that well, we're going to give him an alias. We're going to call him James. So I'm with James. And... I wake up in the morning, and James is at breakfast with these two chicks. So I went to sleep, unsuccessful. He had two chicks with him. That's James. So we're sitting there. We're having breakfast. These two girls obviously want to leave. They have the walk of shame. They still got their dresses and their heels and everything. It's blazing hot. I keep saying that because maybe it was because I was dehydrated or maybe because I was hungover. But the heat was super bothering me. It was super, super, super hot. France should never be that hot. It pissed me off. I'm angry at France for being that hot. So we're having breakfast, and we're sitting there going, what should we do today? We said, you know what, it's so hot. Let's just go chill by the beach, or let's chill by a pool or something. I was all right, cool. So we walk out, and we go to get in this taxi. We've got beach clothes on. So we've got, like, shorts and some vests on. So we get in this taxi, and this dude turns to us, the taxi driver, and goes, hey, man, what are you doing today? We're like, oh, take us to a beach or a pool or something. He goes, hey, I know an amazing pool party, a really good pool party. And we're like, oh, we, don't, we just want to chill. He goes, no, you can chill, you can chill. It's not, it's not crazy, you know, you can just chill there. And we're like, okay, because we're not really in the mood to party. We just want to go sit and relax somewhere. He goes, I know this amazing pool party, I can get you in. And I thought, okay, this is weird. Why is a taxi driver trying to get me into a pool party? But I thought maybe he gets some commission. This happens in places, they get commission or something, whatever. Then he goes to me, hey, are you on steroids? To me, I was like, no. He goes, are you sure? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not on steroids, why? Okay, because you're not allowed in the party if you take steroids. And I was like, that's weird. Okay, well, no, I'm not on steroids. I've never taken steroids in my life. I do get that a lot, though. People say, hey, you're on steroids. I'm a G. I don't need steroids. Come on, please. Blessed. So, um, anyway, he confirmed I wasn't on steroids. He starts driving to this party. So he starts driving, and it's kind of like kind of like the Hollywood Hills of France. He starts driving and driving and driving up these hills to these big, huge, gated mansions. So we thought, okay, it's a, it's a pool party at a big mansion. We're like, all right, cool. So we're like, whose party is this? And as we started to drive, he started to slowly give more and more details. And he basically turned to us and goes, hey, man, you know, this is France. You know, they like to party crazy in France. And we're like, okay, what does that mean? Anyway, as we get closer and closer to the destination, he starts to give more and more details until the point where we get basically outside the gate. And he goes, okay, so this is a a nude party. And we're like, all right. Nude is is not gay or anything, is it? He goes, no, 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 it's, it's, it's couples. It's a man and a woman, couples only, or single women. No single men are allowed except like three or four, and I've chosen, and I know the owner, and I've told him about you two guys because you're in good shape, and you're, you know, you two guys can go as the single guys. So knowing what I know now, what basically happened is I got selected by a taxi driver to be one of the, in the, in the land of this swinger talk, bulls, like one of the big bad boy who fuck all the women. That's what I've been selected to do. But up until this point, even though they told me this, I was still quite ignorant to everything. I was still kind of a bit like, 
few single guys, lots of single girls. Why would single girls go to a party naked? I don't know. French are weird. The French are weird. So I'm like, all right, cool. So let's go. So me and James, we get out of the car. We walk up and they got fucking security all around this mansion. Security all over the place. We go up to the front. The taxi driver gets us in. He talks to the lady. The lady goes, no, 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 no single men. Taxi driver comes, blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay, you two did it. Gives us a wristband. And then before you can go any further, you're supposed to get completely naked. But there were a few people in their underwear. So I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go down to my underwear. I'm not walking around my dick out. Fuck this. So I got down to my underwear. So did he. And we walk into this party. And we were there at the very beginning of the party. This is about 2 o'clock in the afternoon now. 2 o'clock in the afternoon. The party had not just started. The party had just... All the weirdos had just turned up and began to conversate. But no one was fucking yet. But all the weirdos were there. And like... So I... I'm sitting there trying to get a lay of the land. So I walked in. There's a pool. And I thought, fuck it. It's trying to look as normal as possible. Let me kind of sit on the edge of the pool with my feet hanging in the pool. Get a drink and just chill. So I'm sitting in the pool with my feet in the pool. James is here. We've got a few Vulcan lemonades. We're sitting there chilling. And I'm noticing the weirdos are starting to appear. They're starting to come in in couples. Mainly couples. They said single girls. There's maybe three or four single girls. Loads of couples. There was me and James, and then there was the other dude, which we're going to get into in a minute, who had been chosen as a, a bull. So we're sitting there, and as the couples would come in, like a man would walk in with his wife and start introducing, I thought he was introducing himself to people, but no, he was introducing his wife to people. So they're all walking around introducing their wives to each other. It clocked. I was like, ah, okay, I see what's going on. And then in the corner, there was a door, and up the door, the door to depravity, there was bedrooms. So I was like, okay, well, you know what? Maybe this won't be too weird because a bunch of people are going to meet by the pool and they're going to go upstairs and fuck. And I'll just sit here by the pool and have a few drinks and then I'll leave. That's my goal. I thought it wouldn't get too bad. It wouldn't get too out of control. So I'm sitting there chilling. Now, the problem with swingers and this sex party stuff, the problem with all of it is the same. It doesn't matter if you're in France or anywhere in the world. It's never beautiful people. I fuck beautiful women genuinely beautiful women and the problem is with all this swingers and stuff it's never supermodels because if a girl is that sexually liberal and she's genuinely hot she's on a billionaire's boat it's not a party that anyone would like end up in on accident or something and they certainly wouldn't be banging random french dudes even if it is a nice house like they, they they're prostitutes for the highest possible level if they're that sexually liberal and they're actually hot so the problem with all swinging and all examples of swinging i've ever seen is that they're just not hot so, I mean, a couple of the girls were sevens. The dudes, a bunch of dudes, a bunch of girls who were like fives and shit. It wasn't hot. It wasn't hot. I don't want you to think for any moment I was, it was 1% arousing because it was 0% arousing the whole time. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, ah. and it dawned on me why I'm there because everyone keeps looking at me, just looking at me because I have no shirt on, obviously. My muscles are out and shit. For once in my life, I'm trying to not look big. I'm trying to just like, you know, just chill a bit, like fucking leave me alone. So I'm sitting there. Anyway, girls kept coming over and guys kept coming over, introducing themselves to me. Like, oh, hello, what's your name? Hi. Hi. So I'm reluctantly talking to these, like being as polite as bare minimum, but saying as little as possible to these people. And uh, James goes, there's no way we're going to come to a sex party and not fuck something. And I said, bro, you can fuck what you want, but I'm not fucking anything. 
There's no way. None of this is appealing to me. None of this is 1% appealing to me. I do not find this sexually attractive or arousing in any regard. I just want to get out of here in one piece. This is weird. This is some hills have eyes shit. And he goes, no, I'm going to fuck something. I was like, bro, you can fuck what you want. I ain't fucking anything. So we're sitting there. I've had like four or five drinks by now. And the more I drink, the less I want to fuck. I'm not getting drunk and going, yay. I'm getting drunk and thinking, nah. Anyway, so I'm sitting there chilling. Anyway, the third guy that must have been selected from the street, the third dude to fuck the women, walks in. And it's some big black dude from fucking fuck knows where. The deep, dark Sahara. He was as dark as the night. About my size, black. And when he walks in, it goes into full depravity. Because as you know, all these cucks and these weirdos like the idea of their wives getting fucked by black guys. I don't know why, but that's just how it is. So my little safe space, which was the pool and garden, now starts becoming an orgy where this black dude starts running around fucking anything at random. And I'm saying this, I'm not being racist because I'm half black, but all the brothers out here know I'm telling the truth. These motherfuckers don't care. Black dudes will fuck anything. They don't care. He came into the party and where I was completely, I was disgusted and upset by what I saw. To him, it was like a candy shop. The excitement in his eyes. He loved it. So this big black dude, now naked with his boner, is running around having sex with one girl for like 10 seconds, another girl for a minute. So to my little safe area is now starting to become an orgy. I'm like, fuck. Now I can't escape. Now there's sex everywhere. Sex noises. You know, like you're trying to have a, you're by the pool, you're trying to have vodka and orange and it's, you can hear it behind you. Like, why? Why is this happening? Why am I here? James turns to me and goes, now we have to fuck something. And I was like, oh man, I don't want to have sex with anything here. I don't want to have sex with anyone. Anyway, there was this one girl the whole time I've been saying this in this whole story who'd been eyeing me up. And she's the only girl who's actually kind of hot. I'd say she's a seven and a half. And she didn't look French. She might have been Polish or something. Blonde. She was, she was, you know what? She was hot when she was 19, but now she's 27. One of them. So this girl's been eyeing me up the whole time. I know what she wants, but I already made a conscious decision. I'm not going to fuck anything. But then I also made the decision, if everything goes wrong and I have to fuck someone, I'll fuck her. And what actually made her a choice for me is that when the black dude came and tried to stick his dick in her, she was like, no, no. And was only, she wanted me, only me. Some loyalty amongst the sex party. And I find loyalty attractive in females. So I was like, okay. So I'm sitting there anyway. James was like, we have to fuck something. We have to fuck something. I'm like, no. And by now, and I want you to understand, it's, it's a full-blown orgy. Everybody's either having sex or wanking. Besides me and James. And we're sitting there trying to not look around us. It, it, it reeks of desperation. It felt like a zoo. Have you ever been in the zoo and the monkeys start having sex in the zoo? And it's kind of like a bit, not embarrassing because they're just monkeys, but you're kind of a bit like, is that necessary right now? It, it, that's exactly how it felt to me. It felt like I was in a zoo. It felt desperate. There wasn't sex. It was pathetic. Like it was just, just, every, just sex everywhere. All around me. Anyway, in the midst of the chaos, I finished my like 10th drink. So I'm semi-drunk and I'm still completely unappealing on the thing. This girl, the Polish girl, comes up to me and she goes, I prefer privacy. And I said, uh, yeah, me too. And she goes, do you want to go upstairs? And James goes to me, and I'm sitting there, and James was super jealous. He didn't say anything, but I could tell he was jealous because he wanted to fuck her. 
So that made it a little bit more appealing. And I was like, oh, you know what? This ain't really my thing. She goes, oh, no, we'll just go upstairs and talk. You know, there's private rooms, so we don't have to be around all this. And I was like, all right, okay, let's go. So I thought, maybe she's normal like me. You know, she's the hottest one here. I'm the hottest one here. Hottest guy, hottest girl. Maybe this is all unappealing to her. Maybe this is all, you know, she's a bit too weird. And she wants to go to a private room. I mean, obviously, she wants to fuck me, obviously. But... You know, it's just us alone. We can fuck. And like, it hasn't going to be completely degenerate. It hasn't going to be completely weird. So we get up. We start walking up to the top. We go. We walk past one empty room. We walk past another empty room. I go to go in. She goes, no, no, no. Gets my hand and carries on walking me up another flight of stairs. Okay. She's in front of me. Hold my hand. I walk up to the other flight of stairs. And she opens this room. And we walk in. And there's eight dudes naked. All standing around the bed. And she gets on the bed. And I was like, so you just tried to get a ninth guy. So here I was, she fooled me. She made me think there was some slither of, of normality in this bitch. It turns out she'd been scooping select guys one by one with her fucking eyes and putting them all in this room and making them wait till she got, I don't know, 10? Like maybe it's a magic number. I was guy number nine. And then we're all going to fuck her? I guess that's what she wanted? So when, when, when I walked in, I saw these other dudes. I was like, nah. I'm leaving. Bye. I turned around and left. And I heard them all singing French. I can guess what they were saying. Why come here if you don't like to do this? They're probably complaining. I didn't want to jump in like a fucking French weirdo. So when I came back down, James had now vanished. Because he was pissed off now. Because I, tur- I walked off with the hot girl. Everyone's having sex but him. And he vanished. So I'm back down by the pool by myself now. And a rumor is starting to spread. Why am I there if I'm not fucking... I'm like, I could be a, a journalist or I could be recording. So now a rumor's starting to spread amongst people because people are looking at me weird. And me walking out of that sexual encounter must have been the beginning of it. I don't know if there's an alarm or something. I don't know if they sent a text message. I don't know what they did. But by the time I was back downstairs, security were looking at me weird. People were looking at me weird. Everyone was looking at me weird. Now, the owner of this whole thing was a real, real fat dude. And he was the DJ. So the DJ is a super fat guy who organizes all these parties. And the most annoying thing about this fat cunt is that when he's DJ, he MCs. And when he MCs, all he says over and over again is, oh my God, like that. Now, I know it doesn't sound annoying, but when you're sitting there, imagine you're at a pool, everyone's having sex, it's unattractive, it, it, there's sex noise everywhere. There's a big black dude having sex with everyone at random. You're trying to drink and be left alone. And every three seconds, some French prick on a mic is going, oh my God, over and over and over again. It was like, it was like a personal hell. So anyway, this fat guy comes over to me and goes, what's your name? I was like, Andrew. He goes, oh, you want to talk over here a second? I was like, okay. So he took me to the corner and he goes, you have a problem with our party? I was like, no, I've just never been to a party like this before. And it's just a bit unusual for me. So, you know, I'm just trying to relax. He goes, hmm, you are getting some suspicion. If you do not want to have fun, you should not be here. Your people are suspicious. I was like, no, look, there's nothing crazy like that. I'm just not comfortable. He goes, okay, well, then he turned nice. He goes, but you must come to the real party later. I was like, what? This isn't the real party? He goes, no, this is the lunch party. The real party's tonight. I was like, okay. And he gave me his card. So I took his card. I was like, thanks. Anyway, by the time I get back to the pool, James is sitting there. I'm like, James, what happened? He goes, bro, don't want to talk about it. Let's leave. 
I was like, so basically, the same thing that happened to me must have happened to you or worse. But he was, he was traumatized by whatever happened to his ass. So I got a fucking, let's get out of here. So we get up, we go to leave, yeah? We go to leave, and we go to the security. We go, where can we get a taxi? He goes, no taxis, no Ubers, nothing, nothing. We're like, well, we need to get the fuck out of here. We're up in a mansion. It was a 20-minute drive up a hill. We're at the top of the hill. We need to get the fuck out of here. How do we get out of here? Then some old guy comes up to me and goes, ah, hello, Andrew. One of the guys introduced himself to me earlier. I was like, hi. He goes, you're leaving already? I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to save myself for the real party later. That's what I said. Smooth. He goes, ah, yes. Yes, the real party is tonight. Uh, and then I said, where can I get a taxi or an Uber? He goes, just take my car. I was like, oh, what, you're driving? He goes, no, 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 just take my car. Take my car. I was like, well, I guess if you're going to let everyone fuck your wife, you might as well let people drive your car. I guess it's just how they look at life. I was like, well, what should I do with the car? He goes, park it in central can. Send me location. Leave the key underneath the tire. No problem. I like, okay. So he gives me his key. It's a Mercedes. It's not a great Mercedes. It's a C-class Mercedes. Remember, I am fucking drunk. So me and James, we walk out, we leave this party, and when I leave this party, it was just a sigh of relief, and I could hear, as I, as I walked out the gates, I could hear the fading sound of clapping, like of sex in the background. From outside the gates, you could hear the, and all the, ah, ah, it was fucking disgusting. <laughs> Nothing about it was good, bro. Nothing about this. I'm reliving this, in, I, I, I would genuinely never go to one of these parties ever again. The whole thing was vile. So I go and I get in this car, I'm fucking 20 drinks in, I'm completely hammered, and I ain't my car, so I'm driving it like a complete dick. You know what about drunk driving? You can actually drink drive fine. The problem with drunk driving isn't that you can't coordinate, it's that you become too arrogant. You know, like if I were to drink drive and actually try and drive normally, it'd be fine. But when you're drink driving, you deliberately for some reason want to drive like a cunt. Something about the drink makes you want to think you're fucking Michael Schumacher. And especially me, I am Michael Schumacher, so I really... So I'm, I'm driving this guy's fucking... Ferrari, I'm sorry, Ferrari, fucking Mercedes, like a dick. Tire screeching, overtaking everyone, or like a complete cunt. If we stopped me, I would have been fucked. Anyway, I get to Central Can, don't crash, I'm a professional. Key under the tire, whatever, whatever. I text the guy, here's the location for the car, because he gave me his number. Here's the location for the car. He goes, ah, okay, perfect, see you tonight. So I run back to tell Tristan, because Tristan wasn't any part of this. So I go to tell Tristan, me and James sit there with Tristan, and we tell Tristan the whole story from start to finish. And Tristan goes to us, well, now you've got to go to the real party. I mean, if you've seen that, and that's how fucked up it is, you've got to go to the real party. And I was like, do I? I, I know I'm going to hate it. What I've seen already, I really hated. And that was just a lunchtime thing. Do I have to go to the real party? Do I have to? Tristan's like, you kind of do have to. So I sat there, got another gin and tonic, continued to stay drunk. And about 8 p.m., I looked at the card and had the address for the real party. Get in the taxi, give the dude the address, normal taxi driver this time, takes us. It's a tiny little, I think it's a, night, it's a nightclub. Inside it was a nightclub. I think it was previously a nightclub that didn't make any money and it got closed down and maybe these perverts bought it or rented it or something because inside was really shabby. But it had a few poles and it was a nightclub inside. It was a nightclub. Walked in, saw all the same kind of faces as before, the same people, but there was a whole bunch of new people as well. And the same DJ playing music, oh my God, over and over. I can't explain to you on this Tate speech how many times he said, oh my God. I want you to listen to a song and every 11 to 12 seconds say, oh my God, over it. And after an hour, I guarantee you feel like murdering somebody. 
So we walk into this club. We gave him our, we said we were at the party earlier, blah, blah, blah. The woman who's there goes, I recognize you. Yes, hello, welcome, gentlemen, all this shit. Walked in. No one's having sex yet. Just like the last party, everyone's kind of, you know, introducing each other, da, 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 da. A few girls got their tits out. A couple dudes are starting to get naked. You know, the French are weird. One dude, he must have been about 50, got naked, then go on the dance floor and just like start to dance. Just like, why? 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 Why would you do that? Why would you get completely naked? If you want to dance, just da- like, why would you get completely naked and just go do your shit dancing? Everything, nothing made sense. So the black dude's still there. He's, of course, naked. He's, he's in the corner with these two ugly women having sex with them. And just like the last party, there's a little stairway upstairs. But by this point, I'm done with being polite. I no longer give a shit about these people liking me. I don't give a fuck anymore. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go see what's upstairs. So I'm going to go look. So I've experienced the whole thing. I get the fuck out of here. James goes, yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. So we went to walk upstairs to the private rooms. And this is where it got super weird. So we went upstairs and we're talking. Talking about like the party and how super, because we're fully dressed now. We're fully dressed as normal. And we got there and there's a guard. He goes, how to get naked? I was like, fuck's sake. And James goes, you go. I was like, all right. So he stayed there. You had to get completely naked. So I got completely naked and walked through the curtain, the velvet purple curtain, and went through. And when I went through, even though I was only making footsteps, people turned to me and went, shh, shh. So you're not allowed to make noise. And what it was, it was a corridor with like three rooms. Room here, room here, and a room at the end. Yeah? So you have a room at the end, you have a room here, and you have a room here. And there's people having sex in all the rooms. And then the people in all the corridors stand there and just wank. So there's just dudes' asses all lining the corridor because they're all looking out at the sex. And I'm kind of like walking naked in between all these dudes' asses, trying to see what's in the rooms. And it's just depravity. It's just 42-year-old women getting fucked by three dudes at once in one room. Another room, some young girl, she was young, but she was ugly as fuck, getting analed by some guy. It was just, it was just terrible. There was nothing sexy about any of this. It was horrible. These must be the most sexually deprived people on earth. These are people who don't get laid. There's no other way you could possibly like this. And a bunch of French men jerking off. And the weirdest thing about it was everyone was silent. All you could hear was the sex noise. There wasn't even any groaning. Even the women who were getting fucked weren't making noise. It was just pure, just all these dudes fucking. So I walked to the end, around, okay, walked back. And as I'm walking again, I must have made too much noise. Some French guy turns and looks at me, and I just looked at him back like, what? You know, fuck, I'll knock you the fuck out. Because now I'm annoyed. It's too fucking weird. I go and put my clothes on. I said, James, this place is too fucking weird. Let's get the fuck out of here. So we go, we go to leave, and the woman at the first time goes, oh, gentlemen, why, why are you leaving? Why are you leaving? They get super worried about you leaving because they think you're going to, like, bust them or tell the police, or I don't know. They, if you leave before the party ends, they get super worried. The problem is James is now hammered. So when I was upstairs, he must have, I don't know how many drinks he drank. We have been drinking all day. I was drunk, too, but he was fucking hammered. And he turns to the, the girl and goes, this party's disgusting. You're all fucking ugly. I, 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 I was like, bro, <laughs> she's like, oh, oh. Gets on the phone to call security. So we opened it. It was a fire escape door. Opened the fire escape door. Walked out. Walked out to the main road. Just fucked off. And that was the end of it. Long story short, 
never go to sex parties because they're not sexy in any regard. They're not attractive. There's nothing about it that's interesting or fun. There's nothing like, oh, experimental. The whole thing was horrible. The whole thing was nasty. The worst thing about the club, which is something I missed, is that in those confined spaces, you could smell it. Stunk of dick and pussy and B.O. and sweat. Oh, my God. Oh, please. It might be the worst thing that ever happened to me in my life. Suckers think you're tripping with yes, I'm the boss. 745, white on white, that's Rick Ross. I keep them wide, I keep them long, I keep them fat. I keep them coming back, we keep them coming back. I'm in the distribution, I'm like Atlantic. I got them pretty things flying across the Atlantic. I know Pablo, Pablo, Noriega, the real Noriega. He owe me a hundred favors. I ain't petty player, we buy the whole thing. See, most of my homies hustle, they still do they.